Hello and welcome back to The Director's Diary. My name is Alex Palmer. It's no one's intention ever to share a diary, so if you're listening to this, keep it close and use it well. So, feel the fear and do it anyway. As I've been reading this week, I've come across an experiment done by Dr Neil Fiore. And what he does is he gets his uh, patients to um, kind of identify with irrational fear. Um, or he gets them to realise how their their fear is irrational. He asks them to imagine that there is a, a wooden plank lying across the floor, 20 feet long and 6 inches wide. He asks them if they would be able to walk across the plank without falling off. Inevitably, the patients respond that walking across the plank would be no problem. Fiore then asks them to imagine that the plank has been elevated to the height of 100 feet across the, like in the air, suspended. Maybe suspended in between two buildings with a massive drop. He asks again, would the patients believe that they could walk across the plank without falling off? This time, however, very few of the patients are willing to walk the plank. So what has changed? Certainly it's not the technical skill of walking across the plank. It's the same plank, but for some reason the respondents are now hesitant to walk across it. They've got a fear. Of, they've got a fear of walking across the plank. The only thing that has uh, changed is the consequence of making a mistake. Suddenly, a slight misstep will mean certain death. So, how can we use this in terms of uh, the work that we make? So, um, I think there is a certain fear that um, what might happen if I make a mistake and I think that's why certain creatives play it safe Um, I think potentially in our heads we elevate potential consequences of making a mistake into unhealthy or unrealistic levels and the consequence of that is mediocre work for me What I would um, argue here is, what are we really risking when making work? So, are we risking our jobs, for example, when making work? I don't think we are. I think very rarely would you make a piece of work that crashes and burns and you would lose your job. I would argue that we are losing potentially reputation. I think how we are, we might be perceived as inadequate or ineffective in some way if we make a piece that didn't really work and that's the risk Um, a quote for me that really stands out here is a lifetime of mediocrity is a high price to pay for safety paranoia undoes greatness so I mean the reason why that um, quote really stays with me is that that whole idea of playing it safe has a price we think that playing it safe is a free way to make work and to maybe that's maybe that's unfair maybe people don't set out to make safe work maybe people think they're making ambitious work or maybe people are just not questioning whether this is safe or ambitious maybe they're just making work so a question i would force you to ask is where are you refusing to take risks in your work and why so I think if we're asking that question we're getting away from this whole walk the plank issue so if we're refusing to take a risk in that area why are we doing that another thing that um, 
Neil Fiore talks about is, yes, the fear of failure, but also the fear of success. And this was super interesting when I was reading about it. And I was like, why would people fear success? But he says maybe um, participants get to a point where if they make a real success of it or if that this is the project that forces them to um, go to that next level, that that is a step that that step in itself is too scary and that's why we maybe want to play it safer because we don't want to be the next big thing or we don't want to be plastered over every news article or we don't want to be the next hot you know we don't want that much attention um so he says that in your in your head it might sound like this do i really want to knock this out of the park do i really want to set myself up for future expectation Will I be able to continue to sustain that pace? Can I continue to perform at that level? Maybe I should just pace myself for the time being. And I think there's an element of truth to that. I think um, maybe it's a real un- unconscious, um, subconscious, I should say, way of uh, thinking about it. But maybe that is why people lower expectations across the board. Um I think another way of uh, another reason why people lower expectations is if one thing is underperforming. So I think if one thing is underperforming, then I think we have a tendency to lower the bar of success so that we hit success, <laughs> which is a real, um, I think it's a real backwards way of doing it. And I think we definitely have done this in the past. Like if ticket sales have not sold out, uh, we reassess our expectations to not take a hard look in the mirror and go, actually, we didn't sell enough tickets in this project. We go, okay, well, it was kind of okay because we we did this amount. I think the fear of success also comes hand in hand with imposter syndrome of like, I'm out of my league or I don't want to feel like I'm out of my league. And I think um, a quote that I would attach to that, proj- that problem is um, growth is uncomfortable in and of itself but without the discomfort our capacity does not remain the same it shrinks and if we're not growing we're dying so i'll read that again growth is uncomfortable but without the discomfort our capacity doesn't remain the same it shrinks if we're not growing we're dying and i just think this comes back to playing it safe and making ambitious work and that might um I honestly think fear of failure affects so many people when when making work that that fear of it all blowing up uh, makes people do the next one down or just not make the piece that they really want to make or uh, make a subconscious argument to themselves of like, yeah, this is the piece that we want to make but that's only because they've downgraded it. So my provocation here is to make ambitious work. My argument is what's the alternative? So you've got two options when making work for me. You can make safe work and you can make ambitious work. Let's go, let's run through the results that happen in both scenarios. So if you make a safe piece of work and it goes well, congratulations, you've just made a mediocre piece of work. It's still a safe piece of work, even if it goes well. If you make a safe piece of work and it goes badly, 
then what the hell are you doing? You're, you're not even testing a new thing out. You're, you're committing yourself to a safer piece of work and it's, not do- and it's not done well. That is like the worst of the worst for me. The alternative is to make ambitious work and if it goes badly, then yes, it might have crashed and burned, but the way that you talk about that in future is a positive. So if you're trying to connect everyone, all 7 billion humans across the world in one moment of theatrical experience, um, that's a really cool, ambitious piece of work. It doesn't matter that the phone lines cut out or that it was an impossible task and you didn't, uh, it didn't fulfil its expectation because the ambition of it carries it through, even if it does really badly. Okay, that's if it does really badly. If it goes really well you're winning and you become a game changer and you're breaking new ground and it's an ambitious piece of work that would that, that would um yeah change your status or i mean people talk about leveling up which i think is a bit cringe but like you would uh reach another level of engagement you yeah you're making amazing creative work which is why we're all in this industry surely we're not in this industry to make safe work. So in summary, really, what have we got to lose? When we feel the fear that may, might stop us making a piece of work or going for that opportunity or going for that job. I mean, going for jobs is a real sticking point for me. And I see so many people self-censoring themselves, not going for jobs because, quote, oh, I, I'm not the right person for it, or I'm not, I don't have, you know, um, I don't have a chance of getting that. And actually what you're doing there is you're self-censoring and you're not even not even giving yourself a chance to get the rejection. And I think that comes from fear of, fear of failure, fear of rejection. Like, who are you to stop you from doing that? <laughs> like, um, if you were going for a job and someone else said that to you, like, oh no, you're not going to get it because you, or you might as well not apply because you um, you won't get it. Or there'll be too many people applying for that, so you might as well not get it. Like, you just imagine how many people are self-censoring themselves. And actually, you might get it. And if you don't, there's learning to be had in not getting it. And we hear it all the time in this industry of like, oh, rejection is just part of the game. And it is, and um, I've said before, you know, I think it's about 10 to 1 um, rejections to failures. So you kind of got to fall in love with the rejections and be counting them down. I think that really helps me. But um, but fear of rejection shouldn't be the reason for you not to go for something. What have you got to lose? Probably your time. Um, in very rare cases, it's money. Um, and probably an ego hit when or if you don't get it and it's just acknowledging those things and riding above them I guess what I see with a lot of people that I'm mentoring um, especially when it comes to fear of failure is they're not even giving themselves license to try and fail and I think um, my provocation here is give yourself the opportunity at least to try something else like what have you got to lose and I said it before in previous chapters that um, people, you know, if we rewind a year or two years ago, people were complaining that they didn't have enough time or that they, they couldn't try new things because they were just doing the next project in front of them and they 
they didn't have that time to kind of take a step back I mean this is your time to do it this is your you know everyone's got time now everyone's got space to create yes you might still be working or you might be furloughed or that but that's not an excuse not to be making making work or trying or testing new ideas yeah and I think especially what I've come to conclusion now with is that fear of doing something or that kind of uncomfortable feeling that comes with making work if you're feeling that you're making ambitious work because if you're feeling that you're feeling what it would be like to fall off the plank and that is a raising of the stakes and that's what makes really good and interesting work and if you're feeling that uncomfortableness you're um you're growing in some way it's that that um you're not in your comfort zone and that's only a good thing so that fear that comes with it embrace it and know that that is your body or your yourself telling you that you're you're on the right track so give you license give yourself license to to try new things to fail to break things it's all part of the process and it's all part of what makes um, you better as a freelancer in the arts thank you so much for listening i hope that was useful um and really uh, you know going through this stuff is useful for me I'm now reassessing where I'm refusing to take risks in my own practice. It's kind of really helpful for me to go through this uh, for for my own sake as well. So um, thank you and um, thanks for listening.